98K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Barry O'Rourke. The top stories. Patrick Nip unveils plans to deploy vaccination vehicles in public housing estates to lift the city's inoculation rate. The government plans to deploy more than 10,000 police officers to safeguard next month's legislative council elections. And more countries bring in travel restrictions against the new, more dangerous Omicron coronavirus variant. The civil service chief, Patrick Nip, says the first mobile vaccination vehicle will be deployed to give jabs in public housing estates from next week. Speaking after a radio programme, he said the vehicle will initially be parked at San Choi Estate in Sha Tin, then Lok Wah South Estate in Kuantong, and schools later. Mr Nip, who's in charge of the city's inoculation drive, also said 11 of the current 21 community vaccination centres will stop operations at the end of next month. Starting from January, 10 of our community vaccination centres will remain in operation and 11 will close. Of the 10 centres, three will provide the Sinovac jab and seven the BioNTech one. The 10 centres will still be able to meet demand because currently the capacity of our 21 centres is far greater than the number of jabs being given daily, so it's a bit of a waste of resources. The World Health Organization says that preliminary evidence suggests a new COVID variant first reported in South Africa carries a higher risk of infection than other variants. Its statement follows a day-long meeting in Geneva. The WHO has given the variant the Greek letter name of Omicron. Cases have also been identified in Botswana, Belgium, at a quarantine hotel in Hong Kong and in Israel. Maria van Kerkova of the WHO's Health Emergencies Programme gave more details. This variant has a large number of mutations, and some of these mutations have some worrying characteristics. Right now, there are many studies that are underway. There's a lot of work that is ongoing in South Africa and in other countries to better characterize the variant itself in terms of transmissibility, in terms of severity, and any impact on our countermeasures like the use of diagnostics, therapeutics, or vaccines. So far, there's little information, but those studies are underway. A growing number of countries are imposing travel sanctions on southern African countries as global concern rises over the new variant. Hong Kong announced a range of measures on seven southern African countries to try to slow the spread of Omicron. The US, Canada, Brazil and Australia have also announced tighter border controls, even though the WHO has warned against bringing in travel bans too quickly. Greg Hunt is the Australian Health Minister. We're in a strong position but we know that acting early is what has protected Australia throughout the pandemic. Effective immediately, anyone who is not a citizen of Australia or their dependents and who has been in African countries where the Omicron variant has been detected and spread within the past 14 days will not be able to enter Australia. More than 10,000 police officers will be deployed next month to ensure that legislative council elections go ahead safely and smoothly. Police Commissioner Raymond Sue says plainclothes and special duty officers will also be deployed to guard against any attempts to disturb or disrupt the polls. The police chief condemned recent cases of suspected intimidation of LegCo candidates, calling the acts malicious and childish. At least two candidates recently said they'd received rotten meat by post. 
Meanwhile, the Chief Secretary urged people to vote in the LegCo election, saying they would pave the way for good governance in Hong Kong. Writing on his blog, John Lee said the smears and personal attacks that had been features of past election campaigns had ended, and the candidates had to compete on their political platforms. He said the candidates were from across the political spectrum and stressed that the legislature will not be an echo chamber. Brazilian police have recommended criminal and environmental charges against the mining giant Bale and a German auditing firm for their role in the collapse of a dam two years ago. 270 people were killed when the structure burst. Most of them were in the neighbouring village of Brumadinho, which was buried in mud and toxic iron or waste. And out of the weather. It'll be fine and dry with moderate to fresh easterly to northeasterly winds, occasionally strong offshore and on high ground. The outlook will be mainly fine in the next few days, but winds will strengthen from the north in midweek and it'll be cool in the morning and at night. Temperatures will fall further later next week. The temperature now is at 24 degrees Celsius. The humidity is at 51%. You're listening to the news on RTHK. The time is almost five minutes past one. A young Kurdish woman from northern Iraq has been identified as the first victim of this week's migrant boat disaster off the coast of France. Mariam Nouri Mohamed Amin was one of 27 people who died while attempting to cross to Britain. She was 24. Her fiancé, who lives in the UK, said she was messaging him as the group's dinghy started to deflate. Her father in northern Iraq spoke about the tragedy. From Germany she went to France, and in France she got into this slaughterhouse. The whole world talks about Europe as a place that is calm, that is pleasant. Is this what calm means? Around 30 people dying in the middle of the sea. This is a sin to put people through this. One of musical theatre's most revered composers and lyricists, Stephen Sondheim, has died at the age of 91. In a career that spanned more than six decades, he wrote the scores of some of Broadway's best-known shows, including Company, Follies and A Little Night Music. Sondheim also wrote the lyrics for West Side Story. He previously told the BBC how he felt that he had to continually come up with new melodies. I don't want to get bored writing, and you know, it's, it, when, when, you, when you hit a chord that you've hit before, or, you, or a, a technique of using a song that you've done before, or when I do, I get very nervous, and I think I've, I've written that, I mustn't do that again. Somebody will catch me up on it, so to speak. It's as if somebody say, wait a minute, you did that in that show. Stephen Sondheim, who's died at his home in Connecticut, he had celebrated Thanksgiving with friends the very previous day. To sport and in football, one of the two previous champions of Europe will miss out on the World Cup in Qatar next year after Italy and Portugal were drawn in the same path for the European qualifying playoffs. Portugal will have to see off Turkey first as they attempt to get Cristiano Ronaldo to what's likely to be his last World Cup. If they win, they'll host either Italy or North Macedonia. Courtesy of FIFA, the Italy boss, Roberto Mancini, says it's going to be tough. It's very difficult draw for us. <laughs> Because uh, North Macedonia is a good team, and after if we win, we go to play away the final, and or in Turkey or in Portugal, it's very strong. Scotland and Wales could also face each other if they win their playoff semi-finals in the intercontinental playoffs. The fifth-ranked Asian team will also face a side from South America. The Oceania winner will take on a North American side. 
In the big Premier League game of the weekend, Chelsea go looking for their 10th win from their first 13 matches of the season tomorrow night. They're taking on managerless Manchester United, who are still finalising a deal to bring in Lokomotiv Moscow's Ralph Rangnick. As their interim boss, Chelsea manager Thomas Tuchel will be without the influential left-back Ben Chilwell. He faces at least six weeks on the sidelines. Ben is out. Uh, yes, like uh, he injured his, uh, he has a partial partial injury of his ACL, and um, the decision is to treat it conservatively. And the next six weeks will tell the story. Actually, if he makes it and will be fully available, hopefully within this six weeks or after the six weeks or the surgery after that. Fresh from their Champions League victory over Paris Saint-Germain, Manchester City welcomed their fellow high-flyers West Ham to the Etihad tomorrow. David Moyes' side were also winners in Europe in midweek. They saw off Rapid Vienna in the Europa League. But despite their good form, Moyes knows that City remain the team to beat. Everybody's trying to aspire to play like Manchester City. Everybody's trying to aspire to, to be at the level of Manchester City. But that takes time. I don't think you can do that immediately. I don't think even Manchester City have done it immediately. They've, they've taken a long period over it. But uh, they've got a, a great team and they've got a, they've got a great manager as well. Tonight's early game sees winless Newcastle visit Arsenal, with new boss Eddie Howe expected to be in the dugout after a Covid scare. Later, third-place Liverpool host Southampton. Tennis and world number one Novak Djokovic overpowered Denis Novak 6-3, 6-2 after Dusan Lajovic battled past Gerald Meltzer and Serbia went on to win 3-0 in their opener against Group F hosts Austria in the Davis Cup finals in Innsbruck. Elsewhere, Lorenzo Sonego and Yannick Sinner secured emphatic wins in their singles rubbers to give Group E hosts Italy a 2-0 lead against the United States in Turin before losing the doubles dead rubber in straight sets. In Madrid, Feliciano Lopez and Pablo Carreno Busta helped hold Spain to an insurmountable 2-0 lead over debutants Ecuador. And to end the news, we'll have the top stories once again. Patrick Nip unveils plans to deploy vaccination vehicles in public housing estates to lift the city's inoculation rate. The government plans to deploy more than 10,000 police officers to safeguard next month's legislative council elections. And countries bring in more travel sanctions against the new, more dangerous Omicron coronavirus. And you're listening to the news from RTHK. With music, news and information, this is Radio 3. And back at it, 1967. Let's see if you wonder what Christmas means to me. Right here on Radio 3. With me, classic Michael Lance. Candles burning low. Lots of mistletoe. Lots of snow and ice. Everywhere we go.
Almost 20 years later, Glenn Fry came out with Yes, You Belong to the City. Like a dream 